When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's 5 o'clock. We're starting this week out nice and hot with a good show here with Lori and Julia. It's been a fun one. Animals falling from the sky. Gosh, that was a great story. But what oh, do we got in store? That was crazy. That was so nice. <laughs> but what do we? what's in store for us this hour? Uh, well, I want to know, uh, why is Jennifer Lopez in Italy on the Amalfi Coast? Why was she there on a little five-day trip without Ben or the kids? Or? Is she filming a video? Her, her, remember her? She's got an album coming out. No. Well, she did go to. Uh, she was on Capri and she performed "I Will Survive" and "Let's Get Loud" at a karaoke bar. Played a tambourine and then the next day got up and posted a skincare video because she's got her J Lo glow. She's working on her alcohol line that's already out. But I mean, she might be getting another ad for it. She's got the. She's probably working, Lori. She's working. Okay. You you always worry about these two. I, I do. I do. She's working on the Amalfi Coast without Ben. Listen is he camping to them. With it's the like kids? listen. Right. Amalfi Coast to them is like no big deal. They can go there whenever they want. And you know, I think he said, "I don't want to go with you. You're nope. going to just take photos, and the paparazzi are going to get long lens photos of me looking crabby on the yacht. You go do your work, and I'm going to go do mine. I'm going to go camping with the kids. Yeah, I'm going to do something with my kids. You go work. Mm-hmm. She's working. Yeah. She's working. Mark well, Anthony has the kids. She she posted a, a thing of her J-Lo beauty, and she said... Uh, J-Lo Glow? J-Lo Glow, and she said she uses her product every single day, and it's bull bleep to say she doesn't. Why are people saying... Why she is really, she swearing? She's very defensive right I now. Know. I, I don't, don't know. know why. I mean, she's got an empire. She's got a beauty. She's got a music. She's got a production company. She does TV. She's acting and stuff. What else do you want? Well. But um, you don't have to yell at people. I agree. Yelling at the paparazzi. Anyway, she, uh, she's, yes, maybe she was filming new stuff for her canned cocktail. I'm totally cocktail. thinking it's for, oh, the canned cocktails. Are, so we, someone brought up to the cabin a couple of weeks ago, the... The, the Lola the, is a Dila Dilola Dilola, and it's a it's like red. I think I had a little sip of it over ice. Did you like it? No, didn't care that much to even taste it enough to even think about it again. Yeah, all right. Because there's some things I really like that I would be like, yeah. The Hollywood crowd loves <laughs> calling their drinks Lola. I mean, Jennifer Aniston's hair stuff is Lola V. Yes. This is De Lola. For some reason, everyone wants to be Lola. They're taking Maybe after she was Barry Manilow. Manilow. Right. Her name was Lola. Anyway, she was but she's back in New York. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. 
walking around the city in thin little flip-flops. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. First of all, those are terrible for your feet if you have any feet problem. Yeah. Flip-flops in general. I think it would be exhausting to be her partner for how much she's into. She has all so many things. She's very active. She's growing her brands in every corner of the world. Yeah. And Ben, we obviously know, hates a picture. Yeah, he sure does. So you just go do you. I'll do me. All right, nothing to see here. No, couples need breaks. Go, go. Do your job. Fun to be at a a karaoke bar in Capri, of all places. And there's J-Lo. That would be awesome. So excited. She ripped her sequin mini dress. I love (laughs) it. She was banging the tambourine so hard. How fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She was drinking Delola. Delola. All right, I... Okay, go on. Well, just the other thing, because Grant posted this. Okay. I mean, Vogue oh, yeah. um, has their their new cover. September cover, the big one. Yes, it's a joint September issue. It's, it's a, a joint issue for British Vogue and Vogue. And um, the, the, the stars that are, it's Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, Christine Turlington, and Cindy Crawford are the cover gals and they're 90 supermodels and there is an apple plus documentary called the supermodels that's coming out like september 5th or 6th or something like that but and i know grace coddington has been gone from vogue i think since 2020 and the tag says the greatest of all time and you can look at the the ladies it's a silver background they're all dressed in black. They look like the Real Housewives of a funeral. It, it for for being supermodel status, it looks like something you and I could wear. Exactly, Julia. I mean, I, it's a little. It's a little under what whelming. Yeah, it is. This is not an aspirational. No, not it more, isn't. It, it's like who are these women, and why does it look like they all showed up? At four different things, wearing whatever they wore to lunch that day. It isn't coordinated. It isn't fun. It it, it looks yeah, Lori, you're totally right. It's inside. It's there's lazy. Other, well, that is, is a lazy okay, cover. So this is what. Okay, so I'm gonna just say, <laughs> if you are the Vanity Vanity Fair art director or the Vogue art director, <laughs> creative case, director, I've got a problem with both of you. I know Lori is like really upset with your covers. Mm-hmm. This Vogue cover is blah. I mean, for the September issue, issue, it could have been. It's it's lack it lacks creativity. It does, and I got my Vanity Fair September issue with Riley Keough on the cover. Mm-hmm. That is, you don't like that cover? stone gray, black, and a dark brown, and you wouldn't know who Riley is because she slouched down with her legs spread akimbo and her arms and her face you you unless you were like a huge Daisy Jones and the Six fan mm-hmm. you'd be like who is that girl on the cover of Vanity Fair <sighs> Do you want to sell magazines people the injustice of all that people does better <laughs> Do you want to sell magazines people does better covers Huh? People Magazine does better covers uh, cuz they have some light in the background It's an interesting choice for being the reunion of the supermodels. It's an interesting choice. It really doesn't look... Bah. We could wear... Let all, me buy that at the airport. I'm going to be sure and buy that. We could wear every single one of those looks. Yes. And I and I expect more from my supermodels. Same. <laughs> on the September issue, a joint cover. I agree. Very, very And you posted this, right, Grant? Yes. Yes, So yes. it's posted, but I get that. It's, it's underwhelming. 
Fans are not happy. No, can I tell you something yeah. that was whelming? Okay. That was whelming? Yeah. <laughs> I'm making up a new board. I yeah. love it. Okay, so I thought, so we work with the movie company, you know, that Nemer figure that tells us about great movies that are coming out and blah, blah, blah. And Red, White, and Royal Blue was coming out. Oh. And I thought the pre-screening was going to be at a movie theater. I thought it was an in-movie movie yeah. theater. And I'm like, yes, we introduced, we interviewed those ladies. It's the Fug Girls. No. And then I get a message back. No. That's the Royal We. That's the Royal We. But I read this book, Red, White, and Royal Blue, and it is an endearing, cheerful rom-com story that embraces inclusion. And I'm reading what they wrote without falling on stereotypes. It got, on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics, it got 81 but by the people, it's 94. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Oh, good. It's excellent. And if you want, if you like a rom-com, it's an excellent story about a prince and a president's son mm-hmm. that might fall in love. And don't they meet cute over a cake? It's so, it's yeah. such a great story. Yeah. And I read the book, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I love the book. And so it's really just a great, the only it's negative a great story. thing I read it because I do want to watch it. It's and great. I know you told us about it and you were getting it mixed up with the Royal I totally Weed. was. The only no thing I've there. read about Red, White, and Royal Blue is that Uma Thurman well, she is, is the word is just like, why did they cast her? She doesn't make sense. That's the only criticism I've read. And and, and kind of the storyline though, it makes sense when you watch the whole thing. And her accent, her southern accent. It's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but it all works. All right. It all works in the end. And right, it, it is such a lovely story about inclusion. So if people are looking for a great rom it's rated R, though. Mm-hmm. So I just want to tell people yeah. that. Um, it's not for your kids. Did uh, you watch And Just Like That? Did you have any ch- I did. chance to see it? I think okay. I did. I, I didn't it was, see it. It seems so long ago. You the didn't see last episode, week's? The one that dropped on Thursday. I'd be surprised. Sh- no, I did. You did? I think I did. I need, I Did you meet... I don't Aiden's. I think I missed yes. that. Okay, then Someone, that's that episode. That's that episode. Because yeah. we, there's some, we talked on Friday. Yeah. We had a fun, interesting conversation about a lot of the product placement that you'll notice in this most recent I'm episode. I'm telling you, Carrie is Aiden's big. Yeah. Interesting how that's a role reversal right there. I like it, though. I like that show. I like seeing these women again. Well, it, it like, waited. It took its damn time. It took okay. all the way to the seventh care. episode I, to get any good. A lot of things take uh, our books sometimes. Oh, Julie, it doesn't take it doesn't take a season and a half to get good. <laughs> Come on now. You would have given up on this show. You're going to like it, though, Lori. Yeah, well, it's coming to an end. I know. You know? I know. It's all coming to an end. But red, watch Red, White, and Royal Blue. It's I really will. yummy. I really liked it. And that was on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. No, Prime. Oh, Prime. Okay, very good. All right. Well, that was probably one of the number one things streamed this weekend. I was so... And tweeted about and Facebook. I was so about glad. It was, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, listen, we come back. It's time for the alert. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis uh, Plastic Surgery and... Julia, going in every Monday and getting my face rolled out. I know. Well, you're you. Have I'm been six o- weeks from a pla- from a facelift with and, Dr. Jarvis. And what were some of the reactions to people who saw you this weekend who know you uh, at the Blues? Well, you know the, this one. You know you didn't need one. I said my neck bothered me. It was you're driving not me crazy. You wore scarves nonstop. I, I said if that bothered me. Anything that you're thinking. And I remember my sister and I were talking about this when she wanted a breast augmentation. She was like, my 
breasts bother me. I'm so unhappy with yeah. them. I'm like, you, we've got options. And Minneapolis Plastic Surgery has three great doctors, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Tholen, and Dr. And Dr. Singh. Singh. And if something is bothering you, you can just go and have a complimentary consultation. Absolutely. Not everyone does that complimentary. And we've got board certified, and they're right in Golden Valley. It's a wonderful place. I, and they're excellent. I'm so happy. Excellent. MPSMN.com or keyword plastic surgery. Hello, Grant. Hey, guys. Well, the Barbie bonanza continues. Like I told you guys earlier, I saw it for the second time this weekend because it is such a great movie. But I just wanted to start this Dirt Alert out with another record broken that we just got to honor Greta Gerwig with. So it just continues to smash at the domestic box office, international box office. But now it sits at $502 million domestically here after pulling in another $33.7 million this last weekend, leading the charts at number one in the domestic box office. But the biggest thing that I wanted to bring now is that this is really cool. Greta Greta Gerwig has just become the highest grossing female filmmaker in the history of U.S. box office as it blew past because of this $33.7 million. So it is, she is, I mean, obviously like it was the first billionaire director, but now is the highest grossing female filmmaker in U.S. history. Wow. That's cool. Congratulations. I hope she, I hope she can leverage it and leverage it and, and leverage it as I much as possible. I read somewhere that Disney is thinking of a sequel, but I know that um, those guys said no. I, and I would say... There's yeah. no reason. There's no reason to. It was no, so I know, perfect. but you know how greedy people get. Yeah. This <laughs> one makes money. Let's make another one. Maybe not as much. Supposedly, but if- her next gig is uh, Narnia. Yeah. Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia which love is, that. Yeah, the new books. Mm-hmm. And I think Netflix is all a part of it. I think Netflix is the oh, one that bought the rights to that. So my she's, kids will love it. And they're going to mm-hmm. actually get into like the beginning stories of it. Yep. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good for her and for everybody who's a fan of the Chronicles of Narnia. But yeah, so just just amazing. This movie, you got to get out and see it. So many powerful messages. So Grant, many reasons. Tell him you saw it again yesterday. I did. did I saw it do? twice. Yeah. And you I cried. cried. I cried a couple of times. It. You know, I mean, I the love of my life, Lily, is Colombian. Yeah. And she is very well represented by, and I'm drawing a name. She's from Superstore. She gave, she gave the most amazing speech oh, yeah. about being an ordinary mom. You know who I'm talking America about? America Ferrera. America Ferrera. And, and Lily, I looked over at her and she was crying and, and oh. I'm... Just to see her crying. It just it's it's such a good movie. So yeah. I just wanted to give Greta Gerwig a little shout out there. But we have to talk about another movie that a lot of you probably saw in the past, The Blind Side, start with which is the story of the, you know, NFL player Michael Orr and how mm-hmm. you know he with based, Sandra Bullock. With Sandra Bullock. She played Leah Ann Tui. And this is some serious stuff. So shocking allegations, excuse me, from Michael Orr have come out. The former offensive lineman says the family who took him in and helped him become an NFL star was uh, and later portrayed in the movie The Blind Side had lied to him and never adopted him and screwed him out of potentially millions of dollars. So the ex Baltimore Raven has spelled out this in these claims in this petition to Shelby uh, Shelby County, Tennessee, on Monday, alleging that Sean and Leah Ann Tui, which Leah Ann was played by Sandra Bullock, exploited him. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast, and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For their own benefit and after realizing he was this was after they realized he was a gullible young man with with athletic talent. So they brought him in his junior year and they, you know, brought him into their home. But in the documents, Orr says that the couple invited him in to stay in their home. And during that summer, they helped him out and took him shopping on shopping trips where they would buy him clothes. Eventually, before his senior year started, he said they asked him to move in with them. But the biggest part is here, he claims that the Tuies presented him with legal papers that he believed were needed to begin the process for him to be adopted. But in Instead, they put him in a conservatorship. Oh, my gosh. And took control of all of his money. And he got, so this is the crazy part here. So, uh, Orr says that the Tuohys got themselves and their kids, but not him, a contract piece of $225,000 and plus 2.5% of all future earnings from the movie, Mm. which Sandra Bullock starred in. and, And he... Ended up getting zero. And this movie grossed $300 million. Whoa. And that was even before it was named an Academy Award nominee. And she won the Academy Award. So it's even more after. Mm-mm. And so it seems so It seems so wrong. But if you remember, Grant, and I hope I'm not taking over your No, you're story, good. I love this. Yeah, but yeah. when the book, you know, uh, Michael Orr's problem with the movie was always that it made him seem like he was not intelligent, mm-hmm. and he was. Yes. And so that was when their relationship started to break down in 2009 when the movie came out, and then in 2010, the Tuohys wrote a book, The Heartbeat of the Sharing of a Powerful of Cheerful Giving. Oh, my that, gosh. Um, they say in the book that they split the profits five ways, which never happened. Nope. So that was kind of the breakdown of their relationship with Michael. Really? And she mm-hmm. and, and Ann or Leah Ann Tui has been doing speaking engagements, motivational speaking sure. things, making money on this story that he gets zero percentage of. And they tricked him into signing this thing that he had no idea was a conservatorship. And or is asking for a judge to end this conservatorship. He's also asking say. for damages as well as an uh, um as well as an accounting of the money that the Tuleys made through contracts negotiated on his behalf, because in this conservatorship, they had to c- negotiate all his contracts. So he had of, no right to do he any worked, of it. He played for the Baltimore Ravens. He so played they, six years in the NFL. Yeah, they negotiated all, all of this. You can't NFL even contract. imagine what their take was. Yeah. Wow. The, this this money, the money I feel like trail will come out even deeper when, like you said, when it gets into I the NFL. I wonder what took NFL. him so long. Accounting and everything. I don't, he, well, it just said that he learned about this recently. He didn't know. He, he just said. learned in February yeah. of 2023. So he wow. had thought that he was adopted, but he had just learned in February of 2023 that there was it was actually an, a, pe- a petition to appoint them as his conservators and, and not have them be a child of them. And yeah. he yeah. wondered, so he always, was smart, but not, you know, they took advantage. Yeah. They, they, they he tricked him. Not, he, and he wondered him. where his royalty checks were. Yeah. And then he got an attorney. Yeah. Mm. So that's, the attorney did the back digging into it and said these aren't adoption papers no you're it, under conservative show. and you're losing millions of dollars and they owe him a lot of money and this is 
it's heartbreaking. Yeah, heartbreaking, especially because the character that this Leah Ann Tooley, if you've yeah. seen the movie, you just fall in love with her yeah, and the absolutely. family, and they they yeah. wrap them, even the kids. But the kids, even the kids You're in the movie, money. were making money, yeah. and Michael Orr wasn't making money. Wow. So. That's, you know, that's it devastated, devastating to find out that he wasn't adopted. Yes. Now, even moving on to some more devastating news, I just wanted to, you guys talked about earlier the devastation in Lahaina and Maui and everything that's going on and all the people that are trying to, you know, I know Jason Momoa put a link up in his Instagram file last Friday to, to help with donations. We have a, a link on our Lori and Julia show page right now where if you own a condo or a living situation in Hawaii that you want to help out and kind of give to the homeless people, you can do that. But um, Oprah spoke a little bit about what you guys had talked about, and I just want to play this audio for you right sure. now, if okay. you can play this. Hey, everybody. You know what this week has taught me is that when you don't know what to do, you do whatever you can. I went to visit uh, one of the big shelters here at the War Memorial and asked people what it is they needed and then went shopping for some things, some you know, basic things like towels and um, sheets and shampoo and other necessities. And uh, at some point, I will make a major donation after all of the smoke and ashes have settled here and we figure out what the rebuilding is going to look like. This is going to be a, a long and difficult process. Um, but spending time at the shelters, I've met so many incredible people. One guy, Julius, I said, um, Julius, tell me what you need because his legs were covered in bandages where he had to run to escape the fire and said to me that um, he could feel his skin popping as he was running. He got out of his car because the tires were melting and oh my gosh. couldn't move forward and just started to run. And when I said, tell me what you need, he said, ma'am, I need nothing. My life is now my greatest gift. I have my life. Um, I've seen so many families. Wow. Oh, yeah. Right? Jeez. She's in the thick of it. Yeah, she is. I mean, we knew she was, but that story, that last part where the guy, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the Hawaiian spirit. I yeah. feel like, you know what? My life is here despite the most amazing, crazy situation. I, and I think we should call people left homeless by the line of fires. Yes, yes thank you. Yes. Previous, thank you. My just because it's like, uh, they were, just all yes, a bunch of yes. homeless yes. people. Yes, appreciate These that. These are people that have been left homeless yes. by this devastation. Yes, and, yeah. and a listener earlier gave us a link, which is on the Lori and Julia show page, where you can, if you own a piece of property or a condo that you're not using in Hawaii, you can sign up where they'll reach out and try to make it available for people who have been left homeless yes. through this tragedy. Thank yeah. you for clarifying yeah. that. Yeah. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX one-on-one brain strain, straining, strain. training, but it does strain your brain because it, does. it helps um, your underdeveloped cognitive part of your brain grow by attacking certain areas that you they find out through a really, it's an eye-opening assessment test. It's a national test that is done to figure out what's going on in the individual's brain. And it when you're, it takes a little over an hour and it's half price when you mention Lori and Julia. Mm-hmm. And it's well worth the money because you are you get such a peek into either your brain or your loved one's brain about what's going on. It can validate maybe the fact that maybe you thought your child wasn't 
trying hard enough right, or that they, they don't have the skills to back it up because every time they learn something they forget it right away or the reading you think come on you know but it's there it's real and real things happen they've got seven locations it totally works call them today and mention Lori and julia all right well so what date is it here august 14th it's the yes. middle of august so people that have had a summer romance you might be wondering you know, maybe the rose-colored glasses have slightly become unsteamed. Okay. And, you know, it's so easy in the honeymoon phase to think everything your partner does is oh so dreamy. So if you're at the end of your summer romance and you're wondering... Should I, I take I, him to the state fair? Or should I take her? <laughs> and let's, let's find... Are you really sure? Here are, here are five questions to okay. ask, Okay. If someone told you that you're a lot like the person you're dating, would this be a compliment to you? Okay. I don't know. Julia, it would, if my, you can't answer yes, it's I, not a compliment. Well, I would just say, yeah, what's wrong with that? So it doesn't bother you. No. But it could bother other people. Sure. This is okay. a question. I'm just going to answer it for you. Are you truly fulfilled or just less lonely? That's Ooh. a question to ask yourself. Be careful if you ask this. If anyone's watching Sweet Margol- Mar- Magnolia. Magnolias, they asked this to one of the people and it's broken up friendships. Yeah. Are you um, really happy? You don't seem happy. Or are you just less lonely? Are you able to be unapologetically yourself or you do you feel the need to show up differently to please your partner? This one's a big one, people. It's a big one. Own it. Own one. yourself. If you can, if you have to fake it, forget it. Are you in love with who your partner is right now, or are you only in love with their good side, their potential, or the idea of them? Yep, because they don't change. This happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love to be in love with the idea of it. <laughs> and would you want your Jeff future? Still thinks I'm going to be a supermodel, right? <laughs> Just would you want your future imagined child to date someone like your partner? Would you want one of your kids to be with them? Interesting. That's a good question. Yeah. So if you're answering no to some or all of the question, it might be time to rethink who you're with and maybe break up and see. Those are valid questions. Those are good. Yeah, they are. They don't feel too flighty or anything. I feel like they're really good. Now, uh, this is a fun sex fact that I've had in my arsenal for a long time and over the course of the weekend, going to hell several times with some of my cheeky comments and people watching Snark. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came up that, and I don't know why. When you are, say going to hell, it's just because you... I'm just going to hell. because You're just, just awful. It's just Sometimes. funny things that you're saying. But okay. <laughs> one of the fun sex facts that uh, I needed to know and I wanted to know because I wanted fun sex facts about nipples when we were doing oh, yeah. our body perks business, but... That your your nipple color is your perfect lipstick Lip shade. shade. <laughs> yep. And so when you go in, according to our our body yep. holds the secret. The color of your areolas is the perfect lipstick shade. I'm not saying you got to lift up. It when works you're on it, your skin, but it works on your with your skin tone. If you're looking for something quote unquote nude that matches your skin tone. And someone was talking about this, and I just l- said, well, take a peek at your nipple. Yep. That will tell you the lip color. Take a picture, narrow it, get everything out of it, and then go in and find a matching swatch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, 
also got in a conversation about, you know, why is it so, you know, men and they got to have these babies for such a longer amount of time, blah, blah, blah. And um, how do you, how do you, how can you count on if you're having a baby with an older man? That the sperm is going to be. That the sperm is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. You find out if they're a frequent masturbator. Because masturbating <laughs> okay. and ejaculating is important. It is. Sperm, sperm is now. a lot like cheese, Grant. <laughs> Leaving it sitting around, okay, wait, it gets funky. Where did we just hear the funniest sperm line? <laughs> what was I just watching? I don't know. But I think it was Real Housewives of New York. It's yeah. a lot like cheese. Oh. Yeah, you leave it sitting around, it gets all funky. Active use, active. All of that. Recycling, use again. In several recent... Not use again. Well, in several research studies, masturbation creates a fresh and more viable batch every time defective sperm were unloaded. It helps stabilize sperm count. You don't want to do it daily. Thank you. Yeah, we don't want to have those shriveled heads, tapered heads, two-headed sperm. You don't want to do it daily, but yeah, you want to be at least every other day. Was it on Watch What Happens Live last night that they were talking about sperm? Might have been. Where I just heard the funniest conversation about (laughs) sperm. I can't remember where it was. (laughs) Oh, it was on the New York Housewives. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was so funny. That was a funny conversation. Yeah. (laughs) So that conversation came up. I said men have an evolutionary advantage over us. And then also the other fun sex fact that I was able to pull out accidentally pull into conversation. Oh, this ought to be good. Yeah. um, I'm sure no one was offended. No one was because everybody loves pandas. And we were having a break from music and someone said, well, why are there so few pandas? Why do they have trouble, you know, getting the pandas to do it? Because yeah. they're not horny. They're not horny. They're shy. And even panda porn and Viagra has not worked it, on they, pandas. They played panda porn for pandas in Washington, D.C., I yeah, think, at the zoo. They did. And to they try and to... simulate the libido yeah. of these very... Pandas li- are kind of like asexual. Bamboo uh, almost, is on the mind. That's yeah, a- they are not <laughs> yeah. at all. That's it. Porn That's... doesn't work. Mm-mm. Viagra doesn't work. And I was just like, yeah, just uh, here's my animal planet. sugar right or now. bamboo in the oh, right spot. Wow. Yeah, no, they just true. have no libido. They don't. Well, based on what I see videos of them just sitting there eating bamboo, it doesn't look like they have much of libido for anything. No, no they're sitters. They're, they're, they're like almost like a sloth. I don't know sloth's sex life, but they right. slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can hold on a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this only caught my attention because the one zodiac sign most likely to strip down nude or streak in Which public. Which one is it? Don't say it's a v- it's a Virgo. Take it off and let it all hang out. Full frontal, sun's out of the bun. Who is the most... Who And you know, fun fact, public nudity has been legal in Spain since 1988. And a Spanish high court recently ruled in favor of a man who was fined for walking in the streets of Valencia and was later barred from entering a courthouse because he was only wearing black socks. That, to me, is the biggest crime. Black socks. (laughs) (laughs) Although they're kind of in vogue. It's the black socks, not the swinging D. But anyway, naturism. Mm. The first naturist club goes all the way back to uh, uh, colonial India in the late 19th century. And founded by a judge named Charles Crawford, the motto of the Fellowship of the Naked Trust is Vincat Natura. Let nature win. Yeah. Here, here. 
So in terms of the astrology of nudity, the most likely to streak, take down their pants, do nude photos, Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. Oh, hey. Because they think their other personality isn't doing it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Leos uh, are the most likely to have their nudes taken, but then want them edited with a sharp okay. eye. But the sign that reigns among us is the most supreme at being stark naked will be starting here next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It is the Virgo. Oh, Virgo. August 23rd. Julia is... Uh, the 24th. Yeah, Virgos catch all manner of hell for being perfectionist when it comes to work work and everything else. But in fact, they are surprisingly uh, discerning and the most willing to accept the perfect machine that is the human body. And therefore... If you even look at what the symbol for Virgo is, what is it? Venus. It's a nude woman. Mm-hmm. Hey. A, mm-hmm. a virgin, to be exact, mm-hmm. who moves through the world without shame or fear. Mm-hmm. So No shame in the game. That's right. Anyway, people are, that's that's the astrology sign that mm-hmm. is the most comfortable. I'm going to wear clothes at the fair the first okay, day. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, Lori, and it, yeah. It's true. There you go. I'd never met anyone so comfortable as being naked as I did I don't I did like with to be you. naked. I like to wear underwear and a bra. So, yeah, the first time we went on a trip, you were bent over naked digging in a suitcase without well, any... I didn't put any, my, I didn't put my any underwear... Any qualms in. about it. And I was like, wow, this girl is really comfortable nude. I don't care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really didn't. I it's no surprise now. to anybody who's with a Virgo. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. know. And uh, Geminis. We know you some know, Geminis who like to streak. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Particularly moon. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gemini's are big mooners. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Oh, All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. I've been a partner with them for a few months now, and they've helped me out with my uh, hail damage that I had on my home right now, and they're actually in the process of doing so. But speaking of hail damage... Hoffman Weber Construction, they're your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, doors, gutters, solar, and more importantly, roofs right now. We had some severe weather come through the metro area and the surrounding suburbs last Friday that dropped some big golf ball size hail in parts of the metro area. And if you were one of those people where you saw a bunch of leaves on your streets or you, you happen to see the hail at your house, give the crew at Hoffman Weber Construction a call or reach out to them at hwconstruction.com because they're going to walk you through the process from start to finish. They're going to take care of all the pain that comes with handling your insurance property or insurance people. It's the easiest process there is out there. So reach out to Jason and the sales team for your free in-home consultation. They will make the calls. They'll handle it all for you, and you'll probably have a new roof in the process. You feel like dancing on this Monday? You got to dance to keep warm. I'm pooped. I know no, you are. I know. Oh my gosh, I'm so I tired. I had so much fun. I did so much dancing. I did a lot. And then weekend. I went and saw the drag shows at the Gay 90s after Pink, waiting yeah, for a surge been, pricing to come down. That's awesome. You've been saying that was out. fun. That you was been, fun. Yeah, See, I, I, I saw Mercedes. I saw. I saw. Oh. No, not a. I saw like ten ladies. Heck yeah! I love it. Okay, I the have 90s. a little word mm-hmm. of advice to Hollywood. Okay, they're becoming redundant on shows. And I will give you um, the one that is all over Heart of Stone with Gal Gadot. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I told you it's American Citadel. It's Citadel. It's it's one hundred percent Citadel, and and it's with her, Jamie Dornan. You know, and I a like movie. her. It's a movie, yeah. and it's I think on Netflix. Did you like it? Did you um, watch it? I it got thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't Whoa. have an audience thing. Well, I give it a sixty percent. You know, if you didn't watch Citadel, but I feel like there's a common theme about there's this. There's this computer that can take over the power of the world. They use it in superhero movies. Mm-hmm. They use it yeah. in, in Citadel and Prime. Yeah. They yeah. use it in Heart of Stone. And then everyone's fighting to get control of it. I feel Gray like, Man. Gray Man. We oh, need I a new we need a new thing. Mm-hmm. It feels redundant now. Yeah. It's been done too many times that there's gonna be something to take over. Maybe have change it around. I, I just felt like I was watching and I looked at Jeff. And I'm I like, told you. It- I said this sounds like I Gal know. Gadot and Jamie Dornan. I said this sounds like the plot of Citadel. You did, yeah. But I like her, and yeah. I like him. Yeah, and, you know, you kind of. I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, I would because it, <laughs> it, it felt redundant. <laughs> I'll watch Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, instead. I loved that. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. you guys would love that. But anyway, I'm just saying we have to come up with a new way to scare us, and what our what the MI6 is working on. You know, or on all the rogue components of it. Right. Besides this entity that can control all the computers in the world. Yeah. You're right. Even though we should be scared, we've been hearing about it for long enough now that it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Move I on agree. to the next thing. Talk about snakes falling on a tractor <laughs> when a woman's mowing the lawn and, and prey birds come down. Oh. There's a computer program that does that. Let's right. hear how the MI6 is going to attack that. You know what is uh, really having a good second season is Dark Wind on AMC. I'm so behind. It's oh, There's good. only been three episodes. Oh, good. I yeah. haven't even so started this and year yet. Sh- kind of short episodes, and yep. Justified has been very good. I haven't even started. Two good... Um, bad guys in both of those shows. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I haven't, I haven't gotten I haven't to justified on... yet. But Dark Winds, I'm, I'm through. And the other one was uh, Dark Snow, was it? Black that, yeah. Snow, Black, Black snow. snow that follows I still it. Haven't done that that one. one is getting better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been good, but it, it's it, only a six episode thing. I didn't yep. see last night. It's a, it was an Australian show, right? Yes. Originally, and yes. then it, so it's been released in Australia, but we're just getting we're just our getting it our now first look with at Travis it. Kimmel, and it's, it's called good. Black Snow. Yeah. Black Snow. I had it as Dark. No, no wonder yeah. I couldn't find it. Black Snow. <laughs> um, a time capsule is opened at a high school 25 right. years later, and it's tied to a girl who was found from that class that did the time capsule. There's something in it that points to the killer being amongst us, and it kind of goes back and forth from there. Right. Yeah, it's got a fun crime. It's pretty good. And and Dark Winds, I just love the guy who plays Joe Leaphorn, that actor, and the setting of where this is filmed is just incredible. And I need Navajo to go Nation. to those. I mean, I've been trying to... Um... Take it easy and watch these things that are easy that have no commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you, I I taped them. If, I, yeah, I, if I you can't DVR. believe I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Casey finally finished Suits. And and what did he say? <laughs> he he liked it. It's good. He liked it, but here's the thing: it's it's not easy to decide you're going to binge watch nine seasons of something that had 16 episodes in each one that was on episodic TV. Okay. It's a lot. Larry, that's what I wrote down next to the Americans. So I have this ongoing sheet of what we're going to watch, rationing TV shows and more. Mm -hmm. And um, there were how many seasons of the Americans? I think there were six seasons. It's 75 episodes. Yeah. 
Such a great show, though. I know, but that's just overwhelming. That could be a good winter type of a thing. Yeah. I like how know? it's overwhelming, but we we all talk about how we miss the days of 20-episode seasons. Yeah, and we're I know. Sick we're lying. Yeah, we're yeah, sick yeah. of the 10 episodes. We like I, the first seasons of them, and oh. then we brought it. 18 seems doable. Yeah, but Or not even 15. These 8 and 10 episode things. It's, it's just quick. a long movie. Yeah. Why waste our time? Mm-hmm. Okay, The Bachelor at Mentel All is on tonight. Do you care? Oh, I will certainly watch it and see. I love to see boy fights. <laughs> okay, that's happening tonight. And then Stars on Mars is still happening. Oh, that's still going on. Yeah. I was so excited that one day I ironed some uh, pillowcases to that. You liked it for a I liked second. it, and then I, I realized, no, I would rather watch <laughs> yeah. iron my pillowcases to an old episode of Nancy Drew that I'm very behind right. on or right. something like that. I don't know. I... I got sick of uh, the tasks on Mars. It's 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 cheesy. It's cheesy. There's already enough shows like it with Big Brother or The Challenge. There's or, claim to fame. Yeah, it, claim to fame is on tonight too. And I'm gonna act that that I'm still watching that yeah, one. Yeah, I one. just watched the last for 15 minutes to see who gets booted. I'm terrible. <laughs> I don't really care about it. all the clues. There's entirely too much clue guessing going on. All right. You know. And then the other thing that's happening, it's the fifth season premiere of Love and Hip Hop Miami oh. on VH1, if people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love this headline, Drake asked fans to keep their bras on because his son was at the show when he performed in L.A. over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. Isn't that funny? That is... <laughs> mm-hmm. he Maybe clipped, your he, son is not he, a place for a five-year-old Adonis was going to the thing and he he clipped online and he said quote I can't talk about boobies tonight in LA because my son's in the show for the first time ever. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. I thought so, too. But, Drake, maybe don't bring your five-year-old son to a concert. Well, it's his own. He wants to see his dad. Yeah. It's, it's take your child on. to work day. Yeah. And, by the way, I, I entertain um, 70,000 people. This is what I do. What do you do? I mean, Willow got, like, so much applause when, when she came out and saying, Cover Me in Sunshine by Pink, and I was like... Willow and Blue Ivy are inspiring the eleven-year-old cool. girls of this country. One hundred percent. Because Blue Ivy comes out and dances with her mom. And I think Kingston Gwen Stefani's son just performed with Blake Shelton and her at some country thing over oh, the really? weekend. So she's got a singer. Well, J Lo's daughter also Emmy. She was yes. at a Super Bowl halftime Remember? show. Remember, she oh, came that's out. Right. She had a beautiful yeah. voice. But, yeah, I. But like, I don't think she's been on the road with. No, J-Lo. no. But she came out for that particular. That's true. People do love that. We yeah. love when we see the kids. It's cool. If yeah. one of my kids would sing, I'd invite him on the show. Oh God. Why not? Because none yeah. of us can. What are you doing on Friday at five fifty? We need right. a singer. <laughs> gonna, we're going to start doing a trivia contest at Friday at five. <laughs> We already do a trivia concert. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> called uh, Jukebox, Jukebox Trivia. 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 It's already done, Julia. We're oh, going to need another idea. Doing it. All right. Mm-hmm. Listen, fun day. Fun yeah. day. All right. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.